Life is Beautiful is an Academy Award-winning movie that was released back in 1997. Pope John Paul saw it in a private screening in Rome, and it very quickly became one of his favorite films. The story itself, as some of you know who have seen it, is set in Italy just before and during the Second World War. About halfway through the film, the main character, a Jewish-Italian waiter named Guido, and his young son Joshua are taken away to a concentration camp. And the remainder of the movie deals with Guido's many attempts, some of which, believe it or not, are quite funny, to shield his son from the horrible reality of the situation that they're in. For example, when they're on the, their way to the camp, Guido tells Joshua that his dad once took him on a quote-unquote trip like this, and that if he stays quiet and doesn't cry and obeys all the rules, he will win points. And when he accumulates a thousand points, he'll win the first prize, which is a real tank that he can ride on. Little Joshua believes what his father tells him. Consequently, for the remainder of the movie, he thinks he's a participant in a game rather than a prisoner in a death camp. It's a great story, my brothers and sisters. It's a great story of a man who loves his son so much that he wants to protect the boy's innocence at any cost. And it ends up costing Guido dearly. Guido doesn't want his precious child to be wounded or corrupted by the evil that's literally all around him. So he does whatever he can to shield the boy from it. I would say we need more men and women who have this same protective attitude toward young people in our world today. Because many of them are having their innocence stolen from them at a very young age through what they're exposed to in the media, on television, internet, movies, popular music, in school, sometimes tragically in church, through their friends, sad to say even sometimes by what they're exposed to in their own families. Judy Brown, the president of the American Life League, said in an article she wrote recently, she said, on a daily basis we see the innocence of children eroded. Television, internet articles, and social media combine to allow children to enter a world of sexualization, and I would add a world of violence, at an earlier age, and adults and parents just seem to accept this. Indeed, even some embrace it and welcome it into their schools and their homes. When will we realize that the damage we're doing? When will we say that enough is enough? She goes on in that same article to talk about an America's Got Talent program that she and her husband had recently watched, a program in which a 12-year-old boy proceeded to come on stage, tell dirty jokes, and then get a standing ovation from many of the people in the audience. Judy Brown wrote, what's wrong with this picture? 12-year-old shocking only some and sending an audience of hundreds to its feet is perhaps a tiny peek into the culture we live in today. Now, unfortunately, because our culture is what it is at the present time, it's nearly impossible to completely preserve a child's innocence. Unless, of course, you lock up that child for the first 18 years of his or her life, which I'm not advocating, incidentally. My point is here, even the best parents, the best teachers, the best priests, the best friends, 
cannot shield the young person from every negative influence that's out there right now. Wish it were possible, but it's not. Although we can do some th things to limit the damage, like regulate internet access. And we really have to do these things, my brothers and sisters, out of love for our young people, if we really care about them. Because their relationship with Almighty God is at stake. Their relationship with God hangs in the balance. And both their relationship with Him here on this earth and their relationship with Him in eternity. See, Jesus makes a connection in Scripture between childlike innocence and openness to God. For example, in today's Gospel text from Matthew 11, the Lord says, I give praise to you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to little ones. Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will. Then later in Matthew 18, Jesus says these famous words, Amen, I say to you, unless you turn and become like little children, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself like this child is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. According to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, innocence and openness are closely connected in the spiritual life, which is precisely why these assaults on the innocence of children are so prevalent today. They're not coincidental. They are part and parcel of Satan's strategy, his 21st century strategy against the human race. See, the devil knows that the more innocent a person is, that is to say, the less influenced and corrupted a person is by evil, the more open that person will be to God and his transforming grace. So he's desperately trying to destroy innocence in as many people as possible, as early on as possible, in order to gain a foothold in their lives. Because Satan knows if he can get a foothold and keep it, he can eventually get their souls, which is always his ultimate goal. So what about those who have completely lost their innocence in this way? Is there any hope for them? How about the rest of us who have been negatively affected by the day-to-day -day evil we encounter in our lives? Is there any hope for us to be more open to God? The good news is, yes, there is. And here we see the beauty and the power of the Sacrament of Reconciliation. Confession, unfortunately, cannot restore every aspect of childhood innocence. I wish it could, but it can't. That's the bad news. You can't go back in time. You can't start all over again. But the good news is, my brothers and sisters, confession can restore the most important aspect of childhood innocence, which is sanctifying grace. That's the grace that makes us pleasing to God. That's the grace that makes us open to God. And most importantly, that's the grace that makes us ready for heaven. So if you've lost your innocence to any extent whatsoever, make sure you get to confession. Make sure you get to confession soon. And have your innocence restored to the extent that it can be restored in this earthly life.